That's right, baby. Oh, here we go. Hey guys, welcome to the Guy hey. Guys podcast. We are with Joe from Fox News, who did a recent report on reaction channels. That was awesome. So, welcome, man. How you doing? I'm doing fine, man. It's a long time coming to get to hang out with you guys and you know talk some smack about a lot of stuff and. You yeah, know you're, going on. I mean, you're talking about smack about champ, so I want to hear what your beef is with champ. Let's let's start <laughs> off with that. What did he do to you? <laughs> what did champ do to you? Did he touch well, you, sir? See, it's, <laughs> there's this there's unspoken rivalry between uh, New Jersey and New York, and he's from New Jersey, so oh, I can, that's the, man, the man's not lying about that <laughs> one. You know, I, I was wondering what was going to come out of his mouth right there, but I can say I'm on board. I'm on board. Let's go. <laughs> the tunnel people, as we call them. The tunnel. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, as long as I don't have to drive into New York, I get to avoid that tunnel at all costs. <laughs> I feel you on that, man. I, I drive in New York every day. It is an adventure to say the least. Yeah, the tunnel is the enemy of both of us. Let's oh god, it's the bane of my existence, man. Whenever I got already finding common ground. Yeah, yeah exactly. Go. That was easy. All right, so <laughs> beef squashed. Uh, beef squashed. <laughs> well, that was fast. Yeah, <laughs> awesome, man. This show's awesome. <laughs> okay, great. See you. Mending relationships. Oh, um, but, gotcha, guys. <laughs> that was super quick. <laughs> well, Joe, tell everyone a little bit about a little bit about yourself, man, and what you do, and you know, just give us a brief summary. Okay, brief summary is uh, my name is Joe. Uh, I work over here at Fox Five in New York. Um, I've been here for about 23 years, uh, and before that, I worked for the WWE, and before that, I worked for uh, MTV. And so, you know, I've been in TV for a while. I've been in news the longest, nice. but it's a great job. Love it. You know, get to do fun, fun stuff. My boss lets me do all the music stories I want, and. Uh, when I came to him with the reactor story, he was just like, oh, my God, this is this is crazy cool. He goes, I know nothing about this. He goes, school me. Oh, wow. So, That's awesome. And uh, he got really into it, got behind it. Um, when I got Ronnie Radke, he was just like, who's this? And I go, believe me, he's a big guy. <laughs> we know. He's a rock star. Believe me. <laughs> Don't worry about <laughs> and, it. <laughs> and he goes. Only in reverse. What is he standing up? What? Yeah, I, no, no, no. I go. It's the band. I played some music for me. Loved the music. And he was like cool with it. And then um, when the piece was done, and I showed, you know, talk with David, he actually helped me pick out the sound bites with David because we had to be careful what we said because we don't want to be, you know, we want to be neutral. Mm -hmm. So whatever was said was cleared, you know. So and that was fine, you know. And everything was there was, you know, was what it was, but. Um, more about me? Love yeah, no, J keep Rock. going, man. I was going to ask you about that anyways. So go ahead and go into it. You know, um, there was a little bit, not a lot, kind of a little bit of a controversy on the whole, uh, that whole bit, which I thought there was nothing, there was nothing controversial about it at all. But it seems that some people disagreed and I don't know, it was kind of weird, but I think everyone kind of forgot about it. But I was kind of curious on your point of view of the whole thing. Um, what you thought about like the reactions from the reactor community, what you thought about it. Most of the reactors that, uh, that I actually were in contact with got back to me, said the piece was great. Uh, there was a couple guys that it just ruffled their feathers and thought that it was, you know, David was being less than honest or whatever. And I was just like, look, you know, 
David tells me he has this experience. He's had this experience. So it's just, and then they're like, you know, scripted and all this stuff. And I was just like, look, the piece wasn't meant to do that. The piece mm-hmm. was to bring a um, a light to this community that I really enjoy. You know, I love reaction videos. They make my day. I barely even watch TV, even though I make TV, you know, in my car when I'm driving along, I'll put a reaction on it. This way I can, you know, hear a song I know I'm going to like. And, you know, and it's just like, it, I wanted to share that. And yeah. I think for the most part it did because, it, you know, a lot of my colleagues were like, I didn't even know this was a thing. And it's just like, and now they're telling me, oh, do you watch this reactor? Do you watch this reactor? And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know that one. And so. I love to hear that. That's cool. So it's like, you know, my whole purpose was to bring light to you guys and to let people know that there's this thing on YouTube where, you know, go discover these people and find out, you know, you'll see. It's fun getting somebody else's opinion on something you might you might like already or you might you know you might discover and i found it to be a great way to discover new music well I, I just want to say man we appreciate the hell out of you for it everything you do you know that's yeah. why we always shout out um you on the channel and bring up that article because i appreciate it i know the guys appreciate it you just bring light to the whole community um it's something that i've also been trying to do that's why you know i i think when keeping in contact is we've always been about trying to get everybody together and let's talk to people rather than staying in our own little corners of the world and feel like it's a whole competition rather um than making it a full community and i think you're doing a great job with it and by doing that fox news thing that's more on an international thing like that was awesome you know it just brings people closer together get people to come together you know on the music scene that we love so much and that's why there's um, a whole podcast for it <laughs> i mean you know I, I love your guys podcast i go a lot of times i'm driving to work when you guys are on so i can't really always you know talk in the chat but i'm i listen every week and i love it because you're talking about the music i love so it's just like you know and you guys are all musicians which i am not and <laughs> You know, I love hearing technical breakdowns a lot of time because I like under, you know, I like knowing the technical reason why I like something, mm-hmm. you know, because I might not be aware of why I like it. You know, I just say, oh, that's, you know, in Love Bites. Oh, yeah, that's great. It sounds like Iron Maiden. But it could, you break it down and it's just like, oh, you know, they're playing two different things, but they're playing the same thing, you know, and, <laughs> you know, and that's why it sounds that way. And I love right. that stuff. You know, it's just, I get educated. I love that you love that too, because my favorite comments are always the ones where it's like somebody will say something about how one, thank you. uh, I found new music from you guys. And two, thank you for explaining to me why I, I might like this, you know, like, cause I always kind of felt like uh, sometimes I felt a little pretentious, you know what I mean? Like, um, like maybe I was, I was trying to explain something that people didn't care about or whatever, but when I hear stuff like what you're saying right now, it's like validating also, you know, it makes me feel like we're doing it, you know, the right way, at least entertain certain people. And you guys really are. I mean, I'm sorry to interrupt, but you guys really are because from somebody, I mean, I have a pretty good music background, but um, I consider myself a musician that can't play an instrument. So it's because I have no natural rhythm. (laughs) So (laughs) I feel you on that one, man. (laughs) I got it. But it's just like, you know, a lot of times I like because you guys will react to music that I like 
after I've already watched it. So I like seeing the surprise on your guys' faces too when you hear something for the first time, like when you heard dissension or you know or a ginger or something like that. Yeah. And it's just like watching you guys have the reaction that I pretty much had when I saw it. Also, is a lot of fun, and that's what I like about it. Nice. I was gonna ask, like, so this is something that always bothers me, and it, and it, I always forget to ask people this. Do you get sick of when we repeat the same thing? Because sometimes I feel when I'm doing reactions, now that I've done like hundreds of them, sometimes you get to the point where you're like, I've said this a hundred times. Like, how do you feel? I don't, like, don't, I don't like the mix. Out. Honestly, don't even notice. <laughs> don't even notice. Okay. Don't I'm even curious. notice. I always I mean, get that in my head, thing. you know? I just want to see your reaction. You know, yeah. that's the whole thing. And it's just, if that's your reaction, if it's like, oh, wow, that was cool. It's just like, okay, that was your reaction. It's just yeah. like, you know, just don't be contrived. Mm -hmm. you know? Whatever yeah. it is, as long as it's legitimate, right? Exactly. Authentic. If it's real, it's cool. Yeah. You know, I, and uh, some people, but, it's really funny to explain that. They're like, <laughs> when they're like <laughs> you know, when they throw that, like, oh, you're immature. I'm like, well, I mean, if you want the first thoughts to come to my head, unfortunately, <laughs> there's not going <laughs> yeah. to be who I am, much my friend. thought. There's not going to be much thought behind it. Don't get me wrong. If I sit there and think about it and then do right. a video after the fact, yeah, it's way better. Like, um, I do that's a way also better not breakdown, a reaction anymore. But it's that's not, not a reaction. That's a review. Exactly. Yeah, I, I that's yeah. what they want. They want a review. Just say you want a review, you know? So. And and I think that that's, they're both cool. Like I like both of them. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'll watch somebody's reaction. And then if they want to talk about it more afterwards, like a week later, sometimes they even enjoy that just as much because it's like, yeah, you know, sometimes no, it takes I agree. People a I totally agree. To, yeah. To get into uh, it and, you know, get into the weeds about it. Hey, know? to see us. Hey, Decia says, if if it's something that really happening, I guess it doesn't matter if it if it happens again. But there are some reactors that just repeat the same script in every video. So I haven't mm -hmm. I haven't found reactor that I mean I found like reactors that just stay quiet the whole time and don't say a thing, say a thing. Mm -hmm. But <laughs> but I haven't <laughs> noticed like the same script thing. So that's pretty interesting. Uh, I, I I haven't noticed that either, and I'm pretty addicted to this stuff i, <laughs> I feel that addiction my friend How but I, I will say i have noticed that I, I have noticed a couple people doing that you know i don't i'm not gonna say any names or whatever but right. like you know it, it, it's just about personal preference some people actually really prefer that some people yeah. are literally like you know somebody will say like three words same three words every time and people are just happy that they're not pausing you know right. people yeah, are happy true. that they're not making them wait <laughs> to listen to the song i've had people comment like a layout of what I should be doing in my reactions, which is one, <laughs> don't ever pause. Oh, you got a script? Then... You're saying you got a script? Is that what happened? Yeah, a script. <laughs> Again, a well, script from a In the from comments. A, a script? Yeah, yeah no, no, there, no. there it is. <laughs> Joe actually provides us with all our scripts, guys. So this is what we so, it, is, it is funny. <laughs> it's funny when someone like stumbles across my first reaction to a band and they're like, well, you know, uh, there's they give you a bunch of information. It's like, dude, I got 70 other videos about this band. <laughs> <laughs> Just look a little further. Um, Joe, I, had, I did I, have to try and move on. I don't me. even comment on the older videos because I'm sure you guys don't even go back and check those comments after a certain amount of time. Well, uh, I do actually because what they, happens they is pop that, up and yeah, they pop up and you can still respond right away. Go yeah, ahead, Ryan, sorry. Yeah, I mean, I'll right, be totally then. honest. Like, I, I, I see if it's like older than a year. I'm probably not responding to that comment. Joe, Even if I, I do respond. say it. Well, you're uploading your whole channel right now. So it's just like you must get people thinking that you're watching this stuff for the first time. Mm. 
Oh, you mean on the new channel? On the Champ Rock channel. Oh, yeah, there are. So I have noticed that that happening a little bit also. People like like discovering me for the first time as if I haven't (laughs) been doing it for the first three years, which I love, by the way. (laughs) You're reaching a new new wave of people, you know what I mean, Uh, to find it out. But it is like, yeah, sometimes like, you know, what what am I going to say? Oh, by the way, Champ, you owe me 10 bucks now because I mentioned your other channel. Hey, nice. <laughs> Anybody else want to mention my channel? I got, I got, I got forty bucks to spare. Joe, Joe, how did you stumble across across reactions? Like, what got you into those? Like, how did that even come about when you decided to get them? Because you said you got obsessed with them, you started watching them, and that's all you watch. How did you even get into that? Um, because I'm a big baby metal fan. Um, I would always be on the internet looking, you know, what new baby metal videos around. And I stumbled across a couple of reactions to like, give me chocolate or, you know, stuff like that. And it just started with that. And it's just like, then I just started expanding and watching, you know, because everybody does the give me chocolate, you know, reaction. So just like you check out a bunch of guys doing it and which guys you like, you go back to see what else they've done for baby metal or whatever else. And then that's how, that's how it started. Speaking of baby metal, Tell us about your experience with baby metal, because you have we have this badass photo of you on the thumbnail. Oh my god, that, that horrible photo that that <laughs> PR person took. Tell, tell oh everyone about god. your baby metal experience, man. That's so <laughs> awesome, by the way. I was jealous. just like, it was so trippy because when I when I got to interview them, nobody knew who they were. Like this is the first time to the states. Oh, wow. You know, oh, wow. they're playing the Hammerstein Ballroom. I had to sell my news director on, look, you, these guys are going to be huge. I go, I've been into them for a year and a half. And he, I showed him that he goes, I'm a little feeling weird about this. I go, no, it's not anything weird. I go, it's just good. And so I sold them on it and I got together and I was able to reach that PR person. So wound up, went to the show and actually got to see them do sound check, which was really bizarre because they were in street clothes. Oh wow. And, oh wow! But they Something, were like no phones, yeah. nothing. They it was like nobody can see this. Yeah. Well, wow, it's crazy. You've got you've got like inside information that very few people have seen before. Yeah, uh, it was it was really cool though. It was like you know, and the commie band was just like in street clothes. And uh, oh, that's so cool. And what's then, your favorite baby metal song? I didn't know they yeah, were favorite baby metal song. Oh God! <laughs> um, <laughs> and just got harder. <laughs> yeah. Baby metal death. Baby metal death. Really? Why? Mm. Why? Explain that one. That's an interesting choice. Because the video is just psychotically good. You know, they crucify the lead singer. I mean, come on, man. It doesn't get more metal than that. <laughs> that, that is metal AF right there. <laughs> that is pretty awesome. That's that's pretty I guess yeah, there's a there's a bunch of baby metal songs that I really like. You know, mm. um, Catch Me If You Can. Uh, let's see. I mean, Road of Resistance, but it, I mean, I've watched so many reactions, I'm kind of burnt out on the song. I feel so, the same way, my man. <laughs> my favorite is Syncopation. Like, uh, so AJ mentioned he didn't say Syncopation. That's my favorite song, Syncopation. <laughs> Syncopation is yeah. an awesome song. The The live version slays. Yes, it does. Uh, yeah. I've heard that one, yes. Just like, it's so good. Mm-hmm. I think it shows Mikio's master, like, master skill in it. I don't know. It's just that, like, just the way he plays in that song is just so uniquely him. And I can't think of a song that sounds like that one. <laughs> like, syncopation. I, I actually I got know. a Mikio story. Oh, go. So, Let's, Let's hear it. Okay. So, 
doing the interview, we'll go back to that in a minute. So did the interview with Babe Metal through a translator. And it was fun, but we were very limited what questions we could ask them. And so it was a kind of a lame interview, but they still got the interview. And so that was all done. And then um, we I go to leave and um, I'm with my roommate at the time and we're walking down the hall and he goes, hold on, I got to go back and get something. He goes back and I just turned into this room and the commie band's in there and they're just oh, wow. it's like their green room. And it was just like the coolest thing. I just, you know, I saw, you know, I saw Bo and Mikio. And the thing was, I was just like, I'm so apologetic. I was like, oh, guys, you, you know, I'm sorry. You know, <laughs> and Mikio just comes up and puts his hand on my arm and he goes, don't worry about it. <laughs> and I was just like, I didn't even think to get a picture. That's how oh, <laughs> far away I was. Well, well, in that moment, you're kind of flustered, right? Like, yeah, what yeah, do exactly. I do? Exactly. It, like, so, it was bizarre because I was actually more thrilled to meet the band, honestly. Mm. You know, the girls were cool, but they had their, their handlers and their makeup people. And, you know, they had like each one of them had like four girls that took care of them. Mm. So they were the idle treatment. Oh, total idle treatment. They yeah. They don't go anywhere without like a crew of people. They make mm. sure every hair is in place. They make mm. sure everything. And um, they even said, that, you know, because there's more to the interview than what I posted on the internet. And they were like, I had to get it cleared through through them on what I could use and what I couldn't uh -huh. use. Because I had stuff of them walking in, getting their makeup done. Something they go, no, 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 no. You cannot ever show that. Wow. Would I was you just like. I'm about to say real quick, would you mind giving people insight on that? Like, how does it, I don't think a lot of people know. Uh, I mean, I know a lot of people know now, but when it does come to interviews with these bands, yeah, there's like a restrictive thing that you're allowed to not allowed to do, yeah, right? I mean, a lot of bands um, have a clause, like what we did Metallica. You know, you got to basically sign paperwork, you know, ahead of time saying they get final say on what you use. All right. You wow. can ask whatever you want, but they get final say on what you use. So, so you, you have know, to give them the interview and then they like look at it and be like, no, you can, you can actually that. do the interview, but they have like their legal guy there, their road manager, their That's regular the manager. They're, you know, they're very cautious. Okay. And, you know, if they, you know, if we get into something, if it, you know, it hasn't happened to me, but I've known like where the bands get pissed off mm. at like the interviewer and stuff like that. They're like, they'll kibosh they're before it escalates. The lawyer will cut in and says, "Okay, the interview's done. We got to go." Mm. Oh shit! Mm. And then just walk out the door, right? Like literally, literally just at that moment. How right. many times has that happened to you? That hasn't happened to me. Because, oh. oh man! Yeah, you know, but I no, but I have no crews that that's happened to. We yeah, have an overzealous uh, reporter that has an agenda and goes uh. in to do the interview, and you know, brings up something that they really shouldn't bring up. Right. Mm. Yeah. You know, Oh, it's sad. just stupid because I, you know, I'm a fan first, man. I'm not going to do anything that's going to piss these guys off. <laughs> it's really cool. Yeah, you're not trying to do a gotcha story, right? No, it's like man, I'm trying I to want, get this I want news to sit out there, there and talk. So you no, know, it's just like you know, come on, how many people can say they you know sat down with Metallica and had a conversation? You know, that's yeah, crazy, it's true. Yeah. And and I want to hear more about that, my dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah, me too. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I want to. You got a lot of stories. Well, you're going to back to finishing day, with yeah. baby metal, though. Like, how was it after that? Like. Did you, was that like your first, you had, how did you start listening to Bay Metal? You just heard Give Me Chocolate first and just started listening to CDs? Well, back, back then I had, first? Like, um, my roommate and I, we kind of had a band. 
uh, he was the lead singer and I did everything but play an instrument. So, and um, he was like all over the Japanese music scene because he was mm. a big ex Japan like addict. Ooh. And he showed me them and goes like this, you gotta check this band out, this is insane. And that's how it started. It was back in 2012, I think huh. it was. But okay. Yeah, that would be like right in the beginning. Yeah, right, right in the beginning. beginning. Well, I interviewed them in you know 2014. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they were still, you know, I think that was before Sue turned 16, I think. Yeah, they had yeah. one album out at that point, I believe. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. Metal Resistance. <clears throat> and yeah, and it was just like, but they were like, I don't know. I'd like to think that I I made Americans know who they were. Yeah. <laughs> that's nice. awesome, man. Like, that's really, really cool. Is there any other Japanese bands you've seen play live or had opportunity to like, meet up with? Well, okay. Well, no, not exactly. Um, here's the deal. A lot of times, well, because, you know, especially these days, the Japanese stuff, they didn't tour here. See, I wasn't at the bandmate when they hit the U.S. the last time. Mm. You know, I, I didn't really know about them yet. Or if I knew about them, because they played like 10 minutes from here, where I am right yeah. now. And um, I know people that went to the show and they said it was great. And it was awesome. And and then, of course, I checked them out. And I'm like, oh, damn it. I should have. What was the went. first song you checked right. out? What was the first one you checked out by Bandmade? By Bandmade? Uh, uh uh, what's the their first song? <laughs> Thrill. Um, why am I blanking on it? Thrill. Thrill. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, the first video. Yeah, yeah the first video. Yeah. And uh, and again, it was my roommate who turned me on to it. And but it's been like nonstop ever since, man. They're like my band. Mm, nice. Well, you fit in pretty well yeah, over here, yeah. Then, my dude. Yeah, yeah but it's, it's, they're not my favorite band. Oh, so who's which, your favorite? What's your band? favorite Japanese band? Yeah, we need to hear Ooh. that. Maximum the Hormone. Oh. Alan, still fit in look at this. <laughs> it's love maximum the hormone. They are just like the epitome of contradiction, and I just love it. And they just always look like they're having so much fun. And it's progressive and silly and hardcore, and just I want to go see them so bad. You have no idea. Uh, me too. I was supposed to see them, and I couldn't. <laughs> so the next time they come, we should go see them. <laughs> oh, yes. with that, with that, yeah, with that. Yeah. Oh, dude, if they come to this area, I will interview their asses. <laughs> no way I get around. I'm gonna that. beg you to be a part of that. <laughs> <laughs> well, Are they ever gonna come to America though? Like, I don't know. They, they, they gotta, man. They really gotta. I actually asked Ronnie Racky that because they, you know, he knows uh, the lead guitarist. Mm. And maximum the hormone. And I asked him, you know, would you have a tour with them? And he goes, he goes, I'll tour with anybody. But he goes, I go, what do you think of them? Because I love them. He mm. goes, they're crazy and they're cool. And I'm just like, yeah. And it's just so he didn't even know if they were gonna come. <laughs> <laughs> hey, just awesome. out of curiosity, Joe, did you meet Ronnie through Paige since you guys used to work together in WWE? No, Paige came after me. I was oh there, okay. I was there pre-page. Okay, it would have been pretty close in time, though, right? Like a year. Yeah, because or two I left there in '98. Just to give context, they were talking before the podcast, right, about you meeting up with Paige. This is from wrestling, right? Because for anyone that right, because I worked okay. at the WWE for WWE. seven years. Exactly, yeah. and she's married to Ronnie Radke from Falling in Reverse. Are they married? Oh, yeah. I thought they were just boyfriend and girlfriend. 
I thought they. I, I might be speaking out of turn. They're, <laughs> they've been together. I, I know that they're living together at least. Yeah, I mean, damn, you stalking them, champ? What's going on here? Hey, like, I've been stalking Paige for, for six years, my dude. Like, <laughs> that'll I'll never stop that. Well, back when I was in wrestling, the hot girl was Sable. Was back then. <laughs> there you go, and she she's still probably the top female draw they've ever had over there. Oh, married God. to Brock Lesnar. Yep. <laughs> Damn, Champ just has all the. Yeah, I know more about wrestling. wrestling. Guys, I'm sorry. This is the wrong podcast for me. (laughs) I know nothing about wrestling. (laughs) Well, we won't go down that rabbit hole. Yeah, let's let's move away. (laughs) Oh, but we were off camera before. But I will say that Randy Savage was at my wedding. Yeah, so, that is that's crazy. worth saying in every podcast. Right. <laughs> right. That's awesome. I don't care who you are. <laughs> that is pretty cool. <laughs> I got I some great reference, first, but we're not going to talk about that today. We got, <laughs> besides, I think I'm still bound by the uh, that paperwork I had to sign when I the, left. The, the NDA from WWE? Yeah. They oh, got yeah. Some hard, when NDAs you leave, you have to sign one of those. Wow. That's you know how many people reached out to me to they're writing, you know, tell all books and stuff like that? And I had to turn and they offered me money and stuff. And I said, I can't. I go, I'm you know, I'd have to give back a bunch of money if I break that NDA. Yeah, you were <laughs> like, a, you're gonna have to pay me some big bucks for that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, enough to what beat I the lawsuit. Pay back to them. <laughs> right. <you>. Exactly. <laughs> this it's gotta be the settlement fees plus more. Yes, yeah. exactly. Plus my fee. So um, plus my- but uh, <laughs> all right, back to music. All right, yeah. Enough wrestling. Even though I did um one more wrestling thing. When um, <laughs> we, they were coming out with the music for Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Yeah. I actually oh. had a hand in that because uh, Jim Johnson, who's the music guy for mm-hmm. WWE, his studio was like in the warehouse right next to where we were. And he was working on something one day. And I went in there and he goes, you know, I go, he goes, I, this is Hacksaw Jim Duggan. I'm really having a hard time. And he goes, I go, you just got to say his catchphrase. I beat people up. And he goes, that's perfect. And he put it in there. So that was my one. <laughs> cool. yeah. So wow, dude, you've you've affected history in WWE with that. That's that's crazy. <laughs> I've listened to that song a thousand times. So, oh my god, Hacksaw Jim Duggan, I beat people up. So, um, <laughs> so, <yeah. laughs> back to Very band, cool. back to bandmate. So the first video I saw was Thrill. <laughs> back to bandmate, right? You uh, saw it was Thrill, and thrill. now you're finally uh, having the opportunity to go see. Unseen concerts. World is my favorite album. Same. Same with me. Same. Okay. Um, favorite song right now is Black Hole. So probably Ooh, same nice. on that one too, man. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I like Giovanni. Um, uh, what's the one uh, with Miko just did? Uh, Sakadoria, whatever. Sayonara, Sayonara, Dakadoria, whatever that one was. Uh, <laughs> <Sayonara>. <laughs> sorry about that. Uh, but that was the acoustic version of that. I thought was brilliant. Mm. I love. Yeah. It. Yeah. And uh, and I want more Miku. I, I honestly, I think I love Psyche, but it's just like I'm, you know, I'm, give me more verses with Miku singing. I'm I'm all down for that. I agree with you, Joe, a hundred percent. Miku songs are always like one of my favorites, like for sure. Like Unseen World, one of my favorite tracks is the one with Miku on it. And then even in the acoustic albums, I still feel the same way. Um, I love Psyche. It's just I have something for those higher vocals that I just love. Yeah. But I, just, I can't disregard how good Psyche is either. Well, like she is amazing. Like she is phenomenal. It's just, it's just her. I really like Miku's voice over technicality, yeah. like technical music. I don't know. It's just my it's, thing. It's the the brightness, right? Like it yeah. really adds this bright flavor to some it's stuff that's actually a lot good. harder. It's yeah, feel good. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. it's just. 
you know, and you read your I mean, lyrics and it brings yeah, you right back down. It doesn't matter. You know, <laughs> half the time, I don't know what you're singing about, but it doesn't matter. Just her, her voice makes me feel good. Exactly. You ever listen to, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Joe, you ever listen to her uh, her solo stuff on over on Krupo? Oh, Krupo? Yeah. yeah. Um, How do you feel about that? Yeah. <laughs> Less so. <laughs> it, it, I, it's okay, but it just, I don't know, it seems like Different, somebody's man. grooming her to be something that I don't think she is. Mm, interesting. I, think she, I think she likes doing that style of music because that's what she started off doing, right? Guys, if I like, you, correct me if I'm yeah, wrong. That was a little human. Yeah. But I, I mean, the first song she dropped, I liked. The the one, uh, the Peace and Love. Uh-huh. That, that one I liked. The other one, like Pogo, that one. Eh, I like the last it. two on EP. Have you listened to the full EP? No, I haven't listened to the full EP. I would yet. give the last two <laughs> songs a chance. It's very jazzy, yeah. kind of progressive. Like you, you might enjoy those two a lot. I think. I think you might. It was voices and like, uh, <laughs> voice yeah. for for and I always forget. The uh, I don't remember the last one either. But it, it, I, I like those better too. Oh, super than the, than the first ones that came out. Same. Mm. So, how many concerts are you going to for Bandmade? How many concerts do you plan? Two. Out I'm only going to two. I'm going to Irving Plaza and then the American Dream Mall, where we're gonna, you know, run into yeah. the champ. We're all gonna. Yeah. Hang. I can't wait. Yeah, I can't I, wait to meet you in person, man. It's gonna be oh, fun. Man. Oh, same here, man. It's gonna be like picture picking. Uh, you've got you got way of wanting to travel now. Yeah. Wave. But, you getting oh, on a bus to Jersey now? I'm I got, thinking about it. <laughs> I got. We're, well, we're both gonna be over there. <clears throat> Alan, can Dude. I tell him what I'm dying to All tell right, go you ahead and tell I'm... him. Yeah, go ahead and okay. tell him. Now you can tell him. Okay, so here's what's going on. Uh, being that uh, when Bandmate comes and does Irving Plaza, um, our entertainment producer reached out to their management, and I'm going to get an interview with them, and I invited Alan to come and do the interview with me. Hey, Dude. very cool. So, yeah, That's very freaking excited. awesome. <laughs> been holding my been holding my tongue on that for a very long time. <laughs> so I mean, barring you know them bailing yeah. on us at the last minute, which does happen, but uh, that's going to happen the night of the Urban Plaza show, which is so happy for you, Alan. <laughs> two, two nights before the Jersey show, I am uh, going to send awesome. you guys two nights before the Jersey show. Yes. Well, I'll fucking be over there two nights before the Jersey show. <laughs> <laughs> I will also. I will. I, come on, man! <laughs> you can all do a podcast from my truck. I'm down. I, I plan on doing hey. podcasts on the road, anyways. When I met up with these guys, so um, the whole, whole point honestly shooting up the, the podcast even further. You know, the mall is in my backyard, man. It's like 20 minutes away from me. Everybody could just drive over to my house. You get in my in my, in my room. And, you know, get into one there little screen go. right here. <laughs> Hey, I'll have my cameras. I'll have my computers with me. Uh, really, by the time they get there, they're going to be like, where's where's that Ryan guy at? Because he's been at every show. Yeah, right. Where's Ryan? <laughs> it's either going to be, like, where is he? Or Ryan? make sure he doesn't come in the building. <laughs> so, um, so I've also been thinking about, like, you know, being that they are one of my favorite bands right now, and when I'm going to get to meet them, I want to bring them stuff. So, you know, not to grease the wheels on the interview, but kind of greased the wheels on the interview so bit. i was thinking about like getting like you know you know the shut up konami uh speaking shirt yes and, yep you know misa 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 shirt and stuff like that and nice. give them to not the person that it's for obviously you know shut up konami is playing you know 
maybe give it to a Kane. Check out you know check out I mean? Ryan's merch store for that, guys. Uh, really awesome design that he did for that shirt. So I love that shirt. Mm-hmm. I, Joe, give me give me a PO box or whatever, and I'll make sure and get a shirt to you. Okay? Oh man, you rock! Yes. All right, great. That was yeah. worth it. Now I can leave. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I might be carrying it. <laughs> I want to see an interview. <laughs> no, but if you, I mean, being that we're going to do this, it's just like I figured, you know, yeah, we got to have some fun with it. And when I do these interviews, I always try and have fun. Mm-hmm. You know, that's why not these interviews because I'm not used to being on camera. But it's just like when I interview people, they always say the same thing. When they're done, they don't realize they officially an interview because usually it's it, we're laughing the whole time. It's oh, just it's a hangout, right? Yeah, it's a hangout. I, I hangout. do have a question about that. Uh, when you interview somebody from a different country, that generally the, the English would be their second language, or maybe they don't speak English very well at all. Right. How do you go about that? Uh, there's always a translator on site. Uh, oh. they, they won't allow they won't allow the interview to happen unless there's a translator there. Okay, so, oh, that's perfect. Like, I never, like I when we interviewed Ginger, that. like you know, I told you a while ago that we interviewed Ginger mm-hmm. and Un- Unleash the Archers. Now with Ginger, they speak English, but they still had a translator there, hmm. just in case sure. you know you know they they needed to say something or whatever. It, 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 it's just a safety a safety net for them. It's a smart move. I agree. It was yeah, Tat- was Tatiana really cool? I always she was she very was awesome. quiet. She was a lot quieter than I thought. You know, they were they were great. They were. I wish I could show you guys that interview, but that's it's still embargoed, so I can't really show you that or the Unleash the Archers one. So, um, but it was it was it was great, and I love that band. So it was just I can see them live it was a trip. Yeah, me too. They're excellent. I would love to see them live one day. That drummer, man, he's just like, it's all about the drummer in that band. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, he's, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, Roman's a great guitar player. You know, the bass player is awesome. Tatiana is amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that drummer, man, it's all about that drummer. I agree. So, <laughs> yeah. my focus goes straight to Tatiana. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> yeah. I mean, she is pretty and she's tiny man you don't realize how small she is and but when she gets up on stage man she's a beast yeah she has like this uh, yeah she has an aura that makes her seem bigger i I don't know like when i see her on stage i'm like dude she looks like she kicked my ass you know oh she could (laughs) i believe it (laughs) i wouldn't deny it she could kick your ass so So, but (laughs) no but it was like in the interview she was kind of like she was giggling a lot. It was like kind of weird because, <laughs> you know, you see this confident woman, you know, up on stage, but she was just like a little on the shy side, which I found very endearing and quite cute, by the way. Yeah, I th- almost like that makes her more appealing. And so, then she got up on stage and just absolutely slayed. I mean, destroys. they were so good. Uh, I still got bruises from that show. <laughs> Down in the pit, huh? Now, as far no, I was off to the side, man. There wasn't a very big venue. Yeah. The and whole thing was a pit. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. And you got sucked in. It was like one of those pits where you, you no matter where you're standing, all of a sudden, you know, the rotation of the pit just kind of like happens and you just get sucked in. And it was just like, you just might as well go with it at that point. But mm-hmm. Ride the wave. Yeah, um, because you're just going to get hurt and wind up on the floor. And, is there a place to see all your interviews, Joe? Uh, that's a question by. Uh, our um, member, thank you. Uh, hate, uh, Good Paul. question. Uh, no. Um, of All course, right. unfortunately, a lot of the stuff that we do um, is piece, um, piece specific. 
So what we use in the piece is what we're cleared by legal to use. Mm -hmm. So though I have at my access the interviews, I'm not really allowed to actually post the interview because Mm -hmm. it's not, it it was made in a certain context. So it might be taken out of context. And, Mm. you know, so legal says I really kind of can't do that. You know, fair enough. But the Ronnie Racky interview right now, I'm working with their legal team. Uh, They're watching the whole interview because I want to release that because he was so good. Ronnie was so good. And we would just, we just did Zoom. And it was just like, he just talked. And it was just like, sitting here, I'm just like, man, you are just like, you are like so much more than I thought you were. Mm. And, That's really and he was cool just so hear. nice. And like, anytime I paid him a compliment, he was like, oh, thanks, man. I really appreciate that. You know, and uh, it was just awesome. I want, I want people to see that interview because you get to see Ronnie with his defenses down, but you know, still speaking truths. Hopefully, mm-hmm. hopefully they can get that out. But I have a question for you. Like, is there what else is you have in the works that's you know along the lines of the Japanese music scene that you're trying to get going? I know you have some other plans. I know you're trying to work hard on getting this uh, bandmate interview going. Is there anything else you got in the works, like getting ready for? Well, funny you should ask. Um, we might have talked about that. No, but um, yeah. So what's going <laughs> Maybe. on right now is. Maybe. Um, <laughs> The next piece uh, I'm working on right now is um, basically the premise of the piece is in the 60s, it was the you know British invasion. And in the 2020s, it's the Asian invasion. So um, by the I way, just a quick that, interruption, guys, check out our discord. We wanted your opinion on it. We did mention that, Joe. I know you just joined the discord. He's reading your guys's comments about what you think about like the whole idea of the Asian invasion. So we'd love to hear your guys' history because I know there's a lot of history behind Japanese music, you know, stemming from like 70s all the way up to now. So I know I did mm-hmm. pose that question in the chat because this is what we were talking about before. But anyways, Joe, I'll let you keep explaining. Just to let you guys know, join our Discord if you want to offer any insight. Um, just make sure you have yeah, articles I mean, and proof with it, okay? Yeah, well, here's the deal. It's just like, for me, being that I love Asian music right now, you know, like J-Rock and all that stuff and J-Metal, you know, uh, it's just like, I'm going with my passions, you know, it's just like, you know, the reactive piece, that's one of my passions, I love this shit, you know, it's just like, that's why I did it, and so now I wanted to go one better, and my boss is so on board, he's just like, he goes, that's so do, cool. do, do a good job, he goes, I know you will, and he goes, just, you know, keep me apprised uh, along the way, so what I'm doing is, um, there's a famous DJ here in New York, uh, probably, you might know him too, he's from the, like, this the 50s and the 60s and his name is cousin brucey and uh yep i'm going to interview him because he actually interviewed the beatles wow and uh, so that's going to be part of the piece as well it's going to be short because i want to get right to the asian music i don't want to stay in the beatles i'm not a beatles fan but (laughs) kind of you know i got a time warp it i got to stamp it so i'm going to have him tell me your quick beatles story like when they came to shea stadium and he got to meet them and then i'm going to move right up and go into like you know when basically you start with like baby metal and which was for me like kind of the beginning of the asian rock thing mm-hmm. and even though like japan x i knew of them but i didn't really know them they back in the 80s you know 80s and 90s but now um, there were some people like kind of debating this in the chat in the discord you know they're really you know, I really appreciate the passion from everyone from the community, like saying like how they started it, those earlier Japanese bands. 
But at the same time, I got to be honest with everyone. Like, it never, it never really stuck with me until now. So I wonder, did Japanese music stick with people back then in the 70s and 80s? You know, was it? I feel like thing? there's a lot of different, like, obviously there were people that found it, right? But yeah. the yeah. internet opened up so much for, for people that did true. not exist before, right? Yeah, and actually Japan true. was around in the 80s until, what was their last show? 1999, so I you think, think the internet, internet helped them for the most, yeah, I was thinking the same thing, like how internet definitely magnified it, right? To a certain mm -hmm. extent. A lot easier yeah. access too, just in general. Yeah. And yeah, I, 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 yeah. back in the day, it was like if you heard something from ex Japan, it was because somebody had an album. Right. Right. Exactly. And you had to get lucky. That's how a lot of music was, right? Like, right. Yeah. even in America, it was hard to discover American music unless you heard it on the radio. There wasn't this just like ease of access to go on Spotify yeah. and it was going to give you a suggested song, you know? You didn't like really have that. 10 option. years ago. Like, I, yeah, the first time I ever heard Japanese time. music was a Poly Six album I got from my next door neighbor because there still wasn't like Spotify that I remember. What I hear was a five, six, seven, eights and a Kill Bill. Oh my God, I love them. It was probably like the first <laughs> kind of exposure. I'm like, what is playing the five, like 50s rock? <laughs> yeah, and they, they weren't even a, a big thing. I think Tarantino just heard about them and just dug well, and put them in the video. He's a music junkie. He's yeah, such yeah. a music yeah, junkie. Yeah, he is. And God bless him for it because that yeah. is five, six, seven, eights, man. I love that band. <laughs> and, uh, but I didn't mean so, to derail you back, back to what you were saying. So apologies about that. So you're saying okay. you're working on that piece for the Japanese music right. or Asian invasion. Right. For the Asian invasion. And, um, what I need to do is being that I have to keep the piece to four minutes. I can't exceed four minutes. All right. That's because it's going to be part of a special, uh, which the reactor piece is part of, and it's called The Future of Music. And um, it's a half hour special and the piece, I can go a little over four minutes, so I gotta be really careful. So maybe you can put up a poll or whatever and which, you know, J-Rock bands should I, you know, should I use? I mean, I want I gotta use band maybe because I'm gonna interview them. All right, but, you know, I need to mention, you know, like Nemophila, you know, I love Hannity. I you think know. giving a shout out to those classics that people are mentioning in the chat right now, like loudness and X Japan and, you know, yeah. and yeah, I think they've all been mentioned for the bands there, not awesome. here, but for the bands we're listening to all harken back to those bands. Yeah. You know, it would be like, them. yeah, it's more about, um, you know, where it started, how it came to be rather than how we experienced it. Right. right. At that point, like, cause we're experiencing it later, obviously, at least yeah. for the majority of it, but like, they're still like, like you said, not really a fan of the Beatles. I'm not really a fan of the Beatles either, but like yeah. the acknowledgement that they came first and they yeah, inspired a ton of other bands, right. probably, right. you know, worth mentioning. Well, I don't envy having to squeeze that into four minutes. Yeah. That's going to yeah. be, yeah. that's going to be a lot of history. Yeah. Because I mean, because technically the first band I ever heard about but didn't know it was Japanese was Babe Metal. Straight up. I just, like, I've told the story a million times. My friend Joey. You thought they were a genre. Yeah, I thought they were a genre. My friend Joey is like, he was like, this is Babe Metal. I didn't think anything of it. I'm like, that's a weird genre name. Cool. <laughs> like, whatever. <laughs> and then, I mean, and then only three years ago, finally, I started. So that must have been when they first came out. What, 
uh, what year did they first come out? First album? 2013, I think. Yeah. No, 2012, I think it was. 2012. Yeah. Sorry. So that was a long time ago. So like eight years later, I got into them. <laughs> That's kind of mm-hmm. wild. That's wild to think about. Like eight years. It's, later. it's wild to think of them about the fact they've been around for a decade now, too. I know. Give me chocolate. When I found them, Give Me Chocolate had 22,000 views on it. <laughs> oh, wow. You remember the number. Oh, yeah. That's impressive. Mm-hmm. Because I thought I thought it was huge, <laughs> and now look at them. It's like you know, everything's over 100 million. Views. Yeah, worldwide, they're a worldwide international yeah. stardom band. You know, they are as big as a band gets at this point, right? Like, it's crazy. yeah, they don't you don't get bigger than that, man. Just look at their shows, man. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, unbelievable. And they all they also have that sort of like um because they haven't. Because they're from 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 Asia, right? And a lot of us over here still hasn't experienced them. When they come over here, it's still super special, you know. Like we're not even close to getting tired of them yet, you know. And there's still so much more to get out. Oh yeah, and it's just like the thing that I that I noticed when I saw Baby Metal was that even though their stage was really scaled down because it was the Hammerstein Ballroom. I mean, what does it hold? Like a thousand people max. Mm-hmm. You know, wow. and and it was just like, but they still brought it. It was just mm-hmm. like they had a staircase in the center, and the band was. It's not a deep stage, so the band was pretty right up front, and then the girls were right up front, and they had little risers, but they brought it, and the place. I tell you, that place melted down. They, mm. it was wow. wild, wild. Yeah, I, I was there to see them. Yeah, Hammerstein is great. I mean, it's it's small. He's right. It's very small, but I mean, the sound and the way oh, the that, that it's there. set up, it's perfect. That'd be so cool, though, to see baby metal in such an intimate venue. Oh, yeah, I never. Oh, I don't think we'll ever have that chance again. No, no, that yeah, that chance again. is next time the they window. come, it's going to be MSG. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right, and it'll be sold out. Yeah, you'll have to get those tickets out. on day one. Dang. Um. So you mentioned Nemophila. Uh, unless yeah. you had more to say about your piece that you're working on, I also want to see, um, hear your I, thoughts. Like on I said, it's I'm in the discovery phase at this point, mm-hmm. um, but it will be put together right after we get the. Notice I say we get the. Yeah, yeah. got it. With yeah. The, um, I will definitely help out. We'll Discord. post stuff. We'll post polls or whatever. Guys, gonna, join the know, Discord. This is a community thing. Be like this is awesome that joe is collabing with us on this and getting all of the fans insight on this so i think that really speaks volumes yeah. on your recording and skills me, the, so the j-rock community rocks man they, yeah. they're just like so passionate about this mm-hmm. you know god and forbid then, you say something wrong you get it you get a 20 page lecture on why <laughs> You're wrong. We've all, yeah, we've <laughs> yeah. seen it. Yeah, no, we've thank seen you it. so much for correcting me. Just read my comments, man. That's <laughs> yeah. all you got to do. <laughs> Every day. <laughs> this um, is why I start all my videos off by saying I'm wrong about a lot of things. <laughs> That's why you're the champ of medium. <laughs> of medium. Medium, not great. <laughs> I love how you champion. distinguish that, you're, champ. You're, you're a champion of the medium. Yes. <laughs> I stand up for the mediocre, the mediocrity of the, of the world. So, what I are your expect nothing more? So, you mentioned Nemophila, man. What are your thoughts on Nemophila? What do you like about them? What are you loving about the band? Or, or I'm really pissed off at them right now. Oh, you're pissed Shit off. Did. Okay, Let's tell us. It. Why are you pissed off? All right. First of all, they only played in LA. Okay. Second of right, all, right, right. you got to see them. 
Um, <laughs> should be pissed off at Alan. Yeah, Everyone's Alan, pissed yeah. at Alan now. And I'm used to um, it, man. Everyone's always pissed off at me for for some reason. I don't know why. Now everyone's jealous. I was given another too. reason today. <laughs> Everyone in the chat. <laughs> and the third reason is it's my own fault, and I'm not mad at them for it, but I was supposed to interview them before the show. That's right. I forgot and, about that. And I was supposed to do a Zoom with them, but it just timing didn't work out. And yeah, that's it, oh damn, it was too close to the show. And uh, but I'm still working on that too. So I, I'm hoping that I can squeeze them into the piece too because uh, their management was really cool to me, and they were really nice, and they were like kind of upset that we couldn't make it happen. But it was, they just had too much going on. Yeah, yeah. understandable. And, What's and this your is the first favorite? time they've come over here. I mean, at least. They had to be pretty, you know, nervous too, doing their first U.S. show, and it was live yeah. streaming. Yeah, I'm sure yeah, the whole thing was pretty overwhelming. Yeah, but the uh, one thing that you will find kind of interesting: I was the only, like, kind of regular news outlet that actually reached out to them for sound. Huh. So oh. uh, that kind of like I was like, okay, they probably appreciated that though, right? Like I yeah, no, I like, think oh, that's why great. they're going to make the interview happen. Was, mm-hmm. was oh, good, you know, kind of paid attention, and uh, and I was like cool with them. I was like, what am I going to do? I mean, you know, this happens all the time. I think you know? you'll get another chance, man. I think you will be able to get the interview. I mean. You're doing yeah, it'll be a Zoom it. interview. I doubt if I'll get to do a face-to-face, which is always better. But well, maybe yeah. not this year. But dude, I- I'm telling you, these guys these guys are going to blow up, and they're going to be back over so here. Good. You know, there there's no way you yeah. could have that much talent and not yeah. blow up. You know, oh, my 16 year old's like in love with them too. She's the no, no, no. Band I don't blame her. Nemophila. Awesome. What's and, your favorite um, tracks by Nemophila? Nemophila. God. Uh... <laughs> Monster, monster. Yeah, hey, that's the one I've been. I would just said that last week. That's the one I've been listening to the most. I love that sort of like catchy vibe that's got. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I love that, and I like Dissension. I guess if I had to grab two, oh, Dissension is such a banger. When I heard it live, oh. Oh, so good, so good. Dissension is like a thrill, you know, for, for the for the Bandman fans. This opened yeah. all the doors for us, you know. I just that scream at the beginning is just, yeah. Yeah. I, I know it's mostly post, but it's just like it just cuts to my core. Yeah, I mean, even even if it's mostly post, you know, like I, they did the um, the live one at the Whiskey Go Go that, that Alan went to, and they actually posted that on their their page, and you could hear her doing it live. And it I'm sounds better live. One hundred percent for it. Yeah, it sounds better yeah. live to me. I got a question though: when they come to AfterShock, do you think you'll have an opportunity then? Maybe. That's what I was thinking, but again, it's all about their schedule. You it's know, all about the they schedule. might yeah. they might fly in like the day before aftershock, you know, and yeah. you know it depends. So, yeah, um, but when I know more, I'll let you guys know. You know yeah, awesome. and and just I mean, listen, obviously, you know way more about this than me, but uh, I kind of feel like they would want to get an interview, uh, you know, while they're in America, right? To just kind of like extend. No, that's this. why they're they're PR people, like they. They have not lost touch with me. Let's put it yeah, that. yeah. Uh, they better, don't right? have anything more to offer at this point because it's all about scheduling and travel. Of course, yeah. You know? And uh, so, and that's pretty much what that's about. Yeah. So, 
I was going to say, guys, don't forget to like this video right now. There's a hundred of you here. If you don't like content like this, don't like it. We won't have it ever again. But you should like it yeah, if I'm, you do like it. I, exactly. <laughs> I, I mean, you like it whether you like it we'll or not. Kick, we'll kick Joe out if you guys but Yeah, don't if like you don't this. like Joe, I mean, we can <laughs> tell him to leave. If you think I suck, <laughs> like the video. He, <laughs> like he, the video. He might, not let, he might not let Alan meet bandmate anymore, but we can, we'll kick him out for you guys anyway. <laughs> I guess uh, I'll have to put Alan's uh, PA pass, promotion assistant pass, up for uh, auction. No, 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 you might show up with Alan's ID. N no, E A R. I know. I can't wait. He's just got it. He's got it all the time on him, just in case. Got to walk in a door. It was. It was really cool. <laughs> I know, right? Hey, I kept my mouth shut. Like this was something like pending for a while, and Joe's yes. like, "We're just gonna keep on the hush." And I'm like, "All right." So like, showing well, up remember, to every guys and guys you, podcast, I at- and I'm like, "I can't say anything." Look, you would look like a horse's ass if it didn't actually. <laughs> true. Happen. That's true. That's true. Exactly. Valid yeah. point, my friend. Valid, <laughs> point. Valid point. But I want to give everyone an opportunity to ask you a question here. So I'm gonna start with Ryan. Um, dude, is there anything you want to ask Joe right now? Man, trying to give you an opportunity to talk here. Thanks well, for the heads up, first of all. I, I said on the Discord, guys, there would be a moment where I ask you guys individually. <laughs> Take your time, Ryan. I got all that. Yeah. Right. How about you, Wave? <laughs> What? No, God, um, Champ's already asked. I've just been listening the whole time. There's so much pressure. Yeah, I've asked like 50 questions. I know. I, I, I got. I got nothing left. No, I'm I actually, that. I actually do have. I, I do have, have a question. I have a question. But it before is not that, one though. that anybody else is going to care about except for me and Joe right now. So. Okay, okay, I got go, go for it. Joe. No, 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 Joe. What's another Japanese band <laughs> no. that we haven't talked about today <laughs> that you are into? Like, what's what's the Japanese band we haven't talked about today that you're really into right now? How to be it? Oh yeah! Fuck yeah! Yes. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Um, Have you seen those shorts they've been putting out the covers? Yeah, they're good. They're really they're good. So good. Yeah. They're so good. I was so and mad. I, I forgot to hit record on my reaction, and oh, <laughs> they were so good though. They mm. are so good. Uh, it's, that little. I, I don't know what the lead singer's name. The the, the screamer. But I swear she's got to be like four two. She is so small. <laughs> she's so tiny. And, and in those videos, she's just like bopping, you know, like, and then there's a, arr, 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 and then just goes back to bopping. <laughs> it's just the best. <laughs> Her I, name I have is people Yukina, come into my editor room and I say, look, if you don't, I'll give you $10 if you don't smile when you see this. And yeah. every one of them smiles. They just said it's like the best thing they ever saw. <laughs> I mean, she's like so cute and she's like screaming this like gnarly voice. And you're like, how is that coming out of her? Like, so I just looked it up. She's 4'10, man. She is very tiny. <laughs> That's very short. Wow. 4'10. Dang. Uh, she's about the same size as all of the girls that wrestle in stardom. Just oh, wow. throwing that out there. Oh, stardom. <laughs> wow. That's crazy. All right. I'll, I guess I'll. I, no, no. Before Champ asked a non related question, <laughs> Japanese. No, that's not a related question. <laughs> I was just, I was just kidding. I, I got nothing. <laughs> what, what is, what is, um, what song do you like by Hanabie the most? Oh, we love sweets. We love I mean, sweets. It's not the love. You know, um, their earlier stuff, I could see them developing into what they we are. love sweets is. Yeah, I you finally know? heard an older song, but it was like on a separate channel. 
and it was pretty good. It was pretty solid, but I definitely like their newer stuff better. Like their newer stuff is just like right. Oh, up it's like it, well, you know what it is? I think they got a producer now. So uh, you know, because before they were like kind of self-produced. Because mm-hmm. you could do reactions to them, and you know nobody's going to copyright claim you, mm-hmm. even for we love sweets. And it's just like, yeah, you know, so cool. Yeah, you know, so they're, yeah, it's self-produced, and they're that good, and they're technically they're, they're a three-piece. Yeah, you know? and they got they make a lot of noise for a three-piece. Yeah, uh, they do make a lot of noise. I I just listened to their song "Our Seven Years War." Uh, Dude, that's such a badass. <laughs> that song blew me away, man. And like, I loved "We Love Sweets." You know, the same way that you love like "Give Me Chocolate" the first time that you yep. hear it. But uh, "Our Seven Years War" was more like listening to like "Road to Resistance" for me, where I was just like, "Okay, I got it in seven. the door, but now this is the one for me." Right? Seven Days War, isn't it? I is it Seven Days? It's oh yeah, about, sorry. About, yeah, I know yeah. what it's about. Okay, I, I, thought, <laughs> well, I think I mean, they might have. Uh, I'll, I'll look it up real quick. <laughs> are, we, are we good now? Hey, Wave, you ready with your question now? <laughs> yeah, I have a question. Yeah. You were talking about the Asian Invasion project you're working on. I was wondering if uh, that's mostly focused on Japanese music or if you're going to also include like Korean, Mongolian, Indonesian stuff that's been popping up very good question that is a very good question Wait. and yes i will be mentioning uh k-pop um not really going to dive into j-pop um but i will mention k-pop and i have to mention the the who i mean oh yeah, uh, oh, yeah. that's exactly who i was thinking of mongolian yeah, it's just like <laughs> you know some mongolian metal you know i mean it, they might only be in a montage but they're, they're going to be in that you know, Sweet, nice, you know. cool. Nice to hear you talking about the K-pop too. Do you yeah. do you actually like any K-pop? I, it seems like you're much more of like the rock metal guy. Yeah, I'm rock metal guy. I mean, <laughs> look, if you, I couldn't name one K-pop song, but yeah. <laughs> I don't think I most have, of the people here can. I, but yeah. I have, you know, had to chase around BTS every time they come to the city, which is <laughs> a pain in the ass. Like when they were on Saturday Night Live, and it was just like mm. there was a thousand five thousand little girls outside and i'm there with the <laughs> camera and i'm just like you know where are they coming out oh they're gonna come out right over here and they're gonna go right into the their limo and i was just like all right then i'm gonna stand across the street wound up they came around and there was this push of like little girls just running from 30 rock across <laughs> to, to this like you know suv I was one of those little girls. <laughs> <laughs> this is one of those sites of reporting like I don't think about very often is just the legwork to get these interviews. Oh, yeah. Sometimes it, it doesn't always work out, right? <clears throat> yeah, and it's like because you basically figure it out on the fly. You know, I mean, unless you have something set up ahead of time and then, yeah. But sometimes even when you have stuff set up, you still got to deal with crowds and you got to deal with, you know, there's a lot of unknowns so that's what makes it fun though that's the best part nice i respect that never knowing what's right around the corner yeah it definitely keeps you on your toes i don't think i'd be able to handle that pressure (laughs) oh yeah and the other thing is having deadlines Mm. you know know, it's just like there is no you know my story if it hits at 502 it has to be there at 502 Mm-hmm. Uh, there gotcha. is no oh it's almost done 
So uh, it's just like that adrenaline is like crazy because sometimes I don't get to a story until four o'clock. Then we got to, you know, shoot the story. Then we got to edit the story. The r- reporter has to write the story. I, uh, I'll edit it in the truck. We've got to feed the story back. Then I have to set up the live shot and have all this done in under an hour. Wow. I got to I got to ask you cuz it was so funny with the the reporters that were for the reaction thing, right? That, so they had no clue <laughs> yeah, about stuff cuz we were kind of they they seemed so clueless like they were living under a rock. <laughs> Do you well, have any insight the, on that? <laughs> yeah. um, well, Steve is a he he's a rock and roller, okay? But they mentioned a lot of classic bands, that's for sure. They definitely. <laughs> he's all about yeah. like Guns N' Roses and all those bands. That's his. That's his. His thing. Yeah, you know, he loves that stuff. Mm-hmm. And Laurie, the, the the woman, you could have been talking like anything else. And alien language. She had no clue as to what was going on. But <laughs> you know, I give her credit for smiling. I know. She um, yeah, did. yeah, hell yeah. yeah. She played yeah. along, you know. She played, yeah, she played along. along. She played along. I mean, this is not that uncommon either, because like my friends, you know, they'll they'll see me making a reaction video and they'll be like, I don't understand why anybody watches that shit, man. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> like just to, just straight to my face. Yeah, you know? same. You assume people would know about it, right? Because you're in it. You just think people know about it, but that's a probably a wrong assumption. A lot of people are completely clueless. But yeah, that's a pretty wrong assumption. Yeah. yeah. YouTube is team. still new for people. I think Some we're definitely still new. in a niche, a niche little area. Well, Ronnie Rackie said it best. He goes, this is like the golden age of this stuff right now. Right. You know, he said it and he was he wasn't lying. He's like, why do you think I react to all the reactors? He goes, I want them to keep reacting. Yeah, why wouldn't you? That's cool. And he goes, basically, by him showing up on their reactions, his song gets reacted to twice. Because they're watching him react to them reacting to him. You know know what I mean? So, like, the first reaction, and then they watch him watching them. So (laughs) his song gets played twice. It's a very symbiotic relationship going on, right? There. See, if all of the, uh, if like all of the artists felt the way that he did, there would be this back and forth that would like, well, like really work yeah. out well. Well, for like all of what that would do spots. for the community. Like oh, Ryan, yeah. like Ryan said, one of the podcasts, he's like, it made Ryan want to go check out that band, right? Falling in Reverse. Oh you yeah, know, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, it's a mutual thing. If you know, he puts himself out there. Like this guy's cool. He likes what these guys are doing. I'll check out his band. And yeah. And that's like, I mean, like I, was actually, saying, it's, it's, I it's love cyclical. Falling in Reverse. I think they're a really great band. And, you know, I got to see them live when they were back here in January. And um, and Ronnie just got over COVID. And he was up there and he explained to me during the interview that he, when he did the New York show, he was like two days done with it when he did Damn. the show. So he said that's why the show was a little shorter because he didn't have that much breath because he, you know, he was still recovering from COVID. Mm. But I go, I even told him, I go, dude, I go, I had no idea that you were sick. I go, you sounded great. And he goes, he was so humble. He was like, thank you, man. He goes, that's, I really appreciate that. Huh? Glad yeah. to hear you say that's all awesome. these good things about Ronnie Radke too. Because yeah. there's, there's definitely been some, like, I've heard a lot of good things Same. and then some less so pleasant things. And, uh, but it, I've never talked to somebody that's actually physically had the ability to talk to him in person. You know what I mean? So uh, it's good it, to hear that he's a humble dude like that. Super humble. Just, 
I mean, it was it was it was one of the coolest interviews I ever did. It was honestly because it was conversation. You know, we were just going back and forth, mm-hmm. and you know, a bunch of the uh, producers here, they you know, they wanted to see me do the interview. They were like, "Oh, come on, let's see see the interview," and they showed it, and they said that you guys like he you had a relationship with him where he wasn't trying to get out of the interview. So mm, yeah. I guess I did it right, you know. So he was just like. You know, when I said it was time to go, I go, oh, look, man, I don't want to keep you. You know, I know you're a busy guy. And he was like, oh, okay. Uh, he was just like, oh, I keep going, but I didn't want to push it. That's you awesome. Know. Yeah, that is cool. It was cool, a 25 though. minute interview, and it was just like, it was, I felt like we, you know, like we're just talking here. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's, I, I did, love I these kind of conversations like this. Go ahead, Ryan. Sorry. So I did, I did finally think of a question. I've had a lot of time to think of it now. <laughs> no. Point out one thing: uh, somebody in chats that Ninganisu has made a playlist on their official channel for reactions. Wow, that's, that's awesome. cool! Oh, wow, yeah, that's cool. Uh, my question is: um, since you know, I understand the significance of the British invasion. You do too. I wasn't there to experience it, so there's bands in my lifetime that hit me the way the Beatles hit people then. And my question to you is: what band from your youth, or you know, hit you that in a way that your discovery of the Japanese bands hit you. Is there, does that make sense? Like, <laughs> like prior. Yeah. Prior made you yeah like your, your discovery of this music. What was kind of, can you relate it to something else earlier music wise that had some, right, um, truth be told, I'm a closet rush freak. Okay. Mm, you don't nice. have to be closet about that. No, dude, there's yeah, a they, lot of they have earned rush. the public. <laughs> love. Okay, I've, I've yes. seen, I've seen rush almost 20 times. Wow, that is okay. a lot. <laughs> so um, I okay, actually saw them back in early '80s, way early '80s, um, and this little-known band was opening for them that you might have heard of, you know, Van Halen, and um, <laughs> Van Halen, and uh, I was just like, "Wow, this band's actually pretty good." Where's Rush? Um, and then- <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> I'd actually feel the same way though. But okay, keep going. <laughs> But um, but yeah, no, the, the Rush was my band. Um, it's I've seen them in every conceivable place you can think of. Well, Waves done some Rush covers. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> did you? Every what band you that know? I grew up. Why was he and Tom Sawyer? Rush covers. <laughs> don't you don't you watch cover Tom Sawyer? <laughs> yeah, last year. Really on drums or. What'd you play? Drums, Sorry, guitar, wait, was I not Everything supposed to say that? Yeah, What'd you do? Twenty-one, twelve. Uh, YYZ. YYZ. Impressive. Yeah, yeah that's <laughs> not an easy song, man. <laughs> like, yeah, that's no, that's a like, serious like, song. Yeah, this is a serious yeah. song right there. That's a guitar hero song. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't know about that. So, um, but first concert. Okay, this this will show. I'm showing my age, but. My first concert was Blue Oyster Cult. Fuck yeah, I love Blue Oyster Cult. Okay, I, I did I did um, metal covers of uh, Burning and um, Don't Fear the Reaper. <laughs> you actually covered Don't Fear the Reaper? That's the yeah, hardest yeah. song in the world. We did play. it. We did it like a metal version of it, but still kept the clean vocals, and it was like our biggest song. A lot of people would be like, "Is that an original?" I'm like, "No, it's Blue Oyster Cult." <laughs> this was yeah. like a long time ago, um, but yeah. 
Well, especially if you show anybody under the age of 20 now, they will definitely think it's an original because they don't oh, seem yeah. to, uh, to love going back in time like that. But, you know, it's, it's funny. You know, the 16-year-old at home knows Don't Fear the Reaper. I mean, you know, because that song's been in everything. Well, you've raised your, your daughter right, though. She's got some great taste in music. So. Oh, she's, she's like so into rock. But, you know, she just went to go see Sleeping with Sirens the other night. You know, and it's just like, I, wow. you know, wow. and I was just like, eh, I don't know. I, she's, I could have got tickets at the door for 20 bucks. And I decided, nah, I'm going to go hang with my executive <laughs> and go have drinks while you're at the show. So, yeah. <laughs> and that's the show she she hurt her ankle. Mm. going crazy in the pit i go it's sleeping with sirens they had a pit she goes i started it <laughs> that's awesome uh, should be very, proud. Cool. very cool so um but i uh you know I, my career has been good man i got to work with everybody that you can think of i done videos for bands you've probably long since forgotten except for a few like i cut a run dmc video um, I did the, the video for Run's House. Um, I was uh, an editor for Yo! MTV Raps back in the day when rap was still new. Oh, Dude, man. I remember that. I remember that show. Though, about... bro. <laughs> That's <laughs> awesome. You know, I've worked, I mean, I did an, a video open for um, Janet Jackson when she was touring here. She needed a video open. And one of the producers from MTV asked me to build it for him. And she used it on her tour. Wow, that's um, That was kind of fun. Uh, I didn't get to meet her, but you know, got to know that I was opening her show every night. Yeah, you've left your <laughs> legacy like nice. all over the yeah. world all yeah. throughout the course okay. of the last twenty years, thirty years. I okay. I have a, a fun story. Okay, I created something in TV that everybody knows, and I got zero credit for. <laughs> okay. Right. You know the little bug that goes in the corner of your TV that tells you like what channel you're on or whatever, and it's transparent. You, you know, NBC would be the Peacock, Fox. Oh would, yeah. Oh, the little right. logo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Watermark. I created the first one, what? and it was when on um, MTV and VH1 had an identity crisis because at a certain time in their history they were playing pretty much the same music. Yeah. So. Um, what I did was I created a transparent VH1 logo that they would put in the bottom of the screen whenever they would go to non, you know, not a commercial. It would always be there. And I was the first one to do that. And it was so that you could tell the difference between MTV and VH1. Wow, dude. That's awesome. And, and how come you're not getting credit for this? That's my question. You should yeah. be getting the bones. The, the cast should be coming to you. Yeah, every we time literally something... have one on this video. It's a Dicotic logo for some reason, but we have one. <laughs> oh, yeah. There's a little... Wait, where's a Dicotic logo? <laughs> we have a in Dicotic the bottom logo right. the watermark. <laughs> right in the same Sorry place. to interrupt. Where <laughs> is it? Did I accidentally? What, what, what did I fuck up? Where's no, the watermark? Good, oh. <laughs> I'm lost. It's all good. Where's, we got a little dichotic. We got the watermark that he's talking well, about. Yes, no, no, that's our that's our guys and guys subscribe logo. Yeah, I except don't see no dichotic logo. Except that it's dec- but it's Dicodex logo. Anyway, the conversation. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, now I don't know what it is and I'm curious. <laughs> like, what Look are you on the on the at? YouTube. Yeah, don't yeah. worry, you'll see it after the podcast. Oh that, fuck. <laughs> I see it. How the hell did that happen? <laughs> All right, so you owe me a royalty now, Alan. <laughs> Seriously. Oh, crap. And then everybody else that, that posts this video owes Alan the royalty. And then, right, and then I get a piece yeah. of that, too. I want yeah, to- we're, we're just going to 
there's a way for us to all make money here, guys. I just know it. <laughs> By the way, that's the piece I'm going to do starting next year. It's how, to make, how to make money off other people's music. I, I need I'm kidding, to I'm, that, kidding I'm kidding, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, no, I need <laughs> you to make that, man. I've been trying more. to figure that out for the last three years. <laughs> it's not working out. <laughs> it's just uh, whatever. But um, back to what I was saying about the... I've seen every band I've ever wanted to see. I've probably met every artist I've ever wanted to meet. That's incredible. Um, I actually... Uh, I was in a David Bowie video um, back when he was doing his heavy metal thing. And a uh, great story about that was they were shooting the video in film. So every 15 minutes, we'd have to take a break while they reload the cameras. <laughs> so Bowie would sit on the stage with an acoustic guitar and just jam and sing. Oh, man. And, and it was just like, it was so cool. There was only like 50 of us there. And we got to just hang out like from here to there. And he was just sitting there and just jamming. And that's... He, when the director said, okay, David, we're ready to go. He's back up on stage, ready to do his heavy metal thing. But, you know, wow. that's and... awesome. So that was cool. That, yeah, these, the... these intimate things that you've been able to, to, to score. Those are the, the coolest ones, you know what I mean? Oh, like, God. you know, with Bowie, I've, I've read things about, how he's, he's, he's a decent guy, you know, he's nice. He's kind. And then to hear somebody be like, huh, he'll just sit there and jam. I mean, that's cool. Instead of walking off and being in his room right. while they reloaded, he'd sit there and, Sit on the he knows stage. people are just dying to hear stuff like that. That's awesome. And yeah. the thing was, they weren't paying us to be in the video because it was kind of a last minute thing. Because back then I was working for MTV and you know, a lot of labels weren't actually paying for the videos. And mm. the artists would like put in the bill themselves. So what they would do is they would get favors from the MTV producers to do videos for them. Wow. And it was... You know, that's how I wound up editing a lot of these videos because they would use MTV time to edit these people's videos. <laughs> so, and uh, and then they would make some money off it and the bands would make out too. But not everybody had like, you know, you know, whatever premiere or whatever at their access. We use these, you know, big one inch tape machines and, you know, to run sync, you'd have to run five, five different cameras. That meant five different tapes running in sync. And you basically wow. cut the thing live. And... Um, then going back and keeping everything in sync and uh yeah it w was a lot different back then yeah times they are changing yeah, oh yeah i have as many takes as you want yeah <laughs> oh god yeah hey, i have right. a i have a i have a question for you joe okay and feel free to tell me to go fuck myself but okay, go fuck yourself, i need right. i need to ask anyway <laughs> you already said you cool. go fuck yourself who have you interviewed that's been just like a total diva like somebody oh, God, that's, that's just easy. been a, that's okay so let's easy. hear it let's yeah, hear it madonna oh, oh well yeah. the ultimate diva <laughs> right. um tell us why I, I was i actually was working with warren Beatty, uh oh, cutting shit. a promo when he was in dick tracy and he was going out with madonna at the time and so we were editing all the promos that were going to air on uh mtv and she came storming in with her whole entourage and stuff like that and was just the Biggest B-I-T-C-H? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you went even further than that. <laughs> like and um, and it was just like when she when she finally left, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> just, when she finally left, Warren Beatty was like, 
I'm buying all you guys dinner. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, that awesome. is excellent. And that's why I didn't last that long. <laughs> <laughs> and it was just like, it was so cool. It was just like, and boy, he bought dinner too, man. I got to tell you. So what uh, he, she, he actually what followed did, through with it. What oh, yeah, did she he, do he was, that was such like, you know, the way she was? Like, what, what was she doing? Like, can you give us an example of what she did? <laughs> Walked in, she she uh, insisted on having champagne. See, here's the thing. We, um, in the post house I worked in, because MTV didn't have their own post facility. So we, I, I worked at a place called Video Works and we, MTV was my only client. So then VH1 Nickelodeon. And, um, but we had a kitchen and a chef on staff. And plus we had a refrigerator that was stocked with beer and wine and, you know, soda machine and everything because, you know, it was client driven. And she came in and she was just like, I want this champagne, you know, have one, have one of the kids go and get me. And oh, it was just, damn. it was a lot of that, damn, you know, one of the and, kids condescending. Yeah. yeah. It was just like, and you know, it's just like, and I felt like saying, yo bitch, I saw you when you performed at Danceteria and basically have the place turn their back on you. Okay. Oh, so that's not <laughs> well, you couldn't say that to her at the time, but you might be able to get away with it now. Oh, I can get away with it now. <laughs> <laughs> nice. the, back then she was, what, I think she was banging Jelly Bean Benitez or something like that. And it was just like, <laughs> Can I say that? Yeah, you can yeah, say sure. you don't get <laughs> We're not the ones you're gonna have to worry about. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then, um, but how about non-bitch? Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Cardi B. Oh, really? Okay. She was so freaking cool. I mean, really? a little bit before, you know, she made it super big. Uh, but I was uh, actually I was on a red carpet for Rihanna has this diamond jubilee every year here in New York, and all the you know all the celebs come out for it. So I just got done talking to Rihanna, and then here comes Cardi B, and she stopped and she was talking to my PA. My PA was like this kid that's still in college, <laughs> all right, and intern, and but he was from the Bronx, and he goes, Cardi, Cardi, can you come over and say something to us? And she came over and she was like, cool. And because I'm from the Bronx, just like you, blah, blah. And she stood there and talked to us for like 15 minutes. That's and awesome, man. And that's just cool. like, and he was just like fanboying out like hard. And I was like kicking him like, dude, knock it off. <laughs> Be cool, man. <laughs> yeah, she's treating you like a human being. Well, let's act like one, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. good point. So that she was like cool. I mean, Rihanna was actually really cool too. Um that's awesome. Like, Cardi comes off to me as like a pretty grounded person, you know. Like she's had she's had a tough a tough upbringing from from, from oh, times in her yeah. life. Right? So. But another one that it's like you'd be, probably be surprised, but I, I have a kind of a special relationship with is Nicki Minaj. Okay. Um, seems, don't tell each other that. Don't tell their fans that because they'll come at you. They don't they don't like each other very much. Oh, okay. Well, well, it's true, say. but I'm just a joke around. <laughs> but um, no, but whenever there was a while about two years ago, right before COVID, she was doing a lot of promotion, and it seemed like I was always at the shoots, and um, so it wound up that she got to know my name. So whenever I'd show up at the shoot, she'd be like, "Jojo, Jojo." She goes, not too close, okay? <laughs> Late last night, not too close. And I was just like, yeah. okay, Nikki, I got you, I got you. And then um, 
but she was but the fact that she would always call me by name and all these other photographers are like how does she know you and yeah like she just for some reason remembered my name and it was just like it was cool and it was it, she's just like she's funny actually but she's a real diva too but she's funny <laughs> yeah you can We're get away with name. yeah you can get away with being a diva if you're gonna remember your name right like that's yeah, right that's, that's like, all i need from you until she starts blaming you for shit joe what the fuck is going on yeah joe, you went too close joe <laughs> How much? i'm not joe <laughs> i want i wanted to mean like that guy that works over at nbc <laughs> uh, <not me. laughs> i wanted this apple juice freshly squeezed joseph <laughs> no, that's back to madonna so, um, yeah. <clears throat> this lemon has three seeds in it <laughs> that's pretty cool man i love to hear that stuff like i love yeah. to hear the the inner workings of like these are people that are like you know the way that they, they're they're portrayed to us and everything like they're out of reach to us you know what i mean like yeah. almost like non-human entities that are above us so when you get to hear those stories about like them being grounded or just wanting it's like ronnie chilling there for 25 minutes you know nikki talking for or cardi talking for 15 minutes to you guys just like for fun you know that's that's amazing i love that it was it's it's great. Yeah, yeah, I, got so much respect I got another one for you. All right, we're into uh, doing a, a thing with the Rolling Stones, okay? And you know we're just like you know they they had this museum that they set up downtown New York. It was supposed to be like their first apartment and this whole thing, but they showed up. Big media moment. All right, so I'm there with my reporter, and they're all like really cool. And I was just and then it winds up with you know my reporter's going to talk to. Me to Mick Jagger and it's just like and I was like yeah they're calling him over for photos and he goes wait sweetie just wait here I'll be right back so Mick Jagger goes over does the photo op comes back over does the interview with my reporter and you know we're just a local station we're local Fox but he went out of his way to come back and I thought that was really cool because he's, cool. he's a yeah. mega yeah. mega star you got it also he hit on my reporter but that was specific. <laughs> <laughs> there, there you go. If it had been just you, you may have had some ulterior motives. <laughs> oh, if you saw my report, of it, she got hit on so much. Was, yeah. <laughs> but she probably helped last... to get some interviews for you, huh? That, that. The best part was like when we go out and get man on the street interviews when I was working with her. I go, you know, that's when you got to walk up to people and just say, you know, what do you think? It's going to rain today? Whatever, you know, whatever it is. Yeah. Whatever the stupid question is. All right. And people don't want to do that. You know, people, especially in New York, they don't want to bother. So I would always go out and like kind of lead the way. And because she didn't want to approach people because it wound up, there was always some drama because she was so damn good looking and she would, always something weird would happen. So I would go and I'd go like this. I go, look, we're going to, you know, we're from Fox. We're going to ask you this question. I go, and I go, no, 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 man. You're not talking to me. I go, you're talking to her. <laughs> and it's like, okay. Nice. Whatever works. Yeah. See, we got to be utilizing the fetishization to our advantage, guys. That's the whole. That's the whole point. You got to know how to work the system. Yeah, you got to know how to work it. You know, you go to lowest common denominator, man. Guys are guys. You know. Yeah. At the end of the day, it's true. You put, you put, like, you know, movie star pretty in front of them. They're gonna talk. Or they're not, or they're going to try to talk and not be able to, but they'll always attempt. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) That would be me right there. Okay. Back to music. (laughs) Third time. 
Oh, what happened uh, to Alan? Oh, Alan, you're still there. Okay. Yeah, hey. I'm still here. I'm sorry. I'm over here yelling at kids to shut up and turning off their Wi-Fi and stuff. So, <laughs> so forgive me. <laughs> I'm still struggling still hard, hard with the internet uh, stuff. My son decided to go turn on the Oculus and connect to the Wi-Fi. I'm like, I saw I had to run over there, take it off and said, Can you stop, please? <laughs> Told you not till six. <laughs> what did you play? Gorilla Tag? <laughs> Yep, that's exactly what he's playing. Gorilla Tag. I knew it. Dude, I'm yeah. telling you, the, the 14 uh, to 17 year olds are all playing Gorilla Tag. Is that yeah. the new Among Us? Well, he's not it's, even 14, 16. He's eight or 10 oh, or whatever. Oh, how the, old he is. oh the little one. Whatever. He is. <laughs> eight or 10 or whatever he might be. Uh, <laughs> I'm already, that's the that VR. Is. That's like the VR game that all the yeah, kids are I'm playing. I'm at the point oh. now where I just don't remember ages anymore. I guess I'm getting that old now. <laughs> VR makes me so dizzy. I can't uh. even. Try it. it's, it's something yeah. you gotta really like kind of push into your brain and like make it you know recalibrate when you use it you know the first yeah. time you get in there it could be really fucking weird oh man but, uh, i'm one of those yeah. people that panicked the first time i did it when i was like on that high beam over <laughs> a city i was like laying on the floor it's so weird because you know it looks fake you know like it doesn't look realistic but just because it surrounds you entirely yeah, it just crazy. takes over your brain as if it is real yeah. The only VR I've ever done was uh, we have a drone. And so the, the, they have VR goggles for that. Oh, I've never mm. done a game, but the, the drone, doing the drone stuff with the VR goggles, that's pretty cool. Yeah, that sounds awesome. Yeah. So you're, fl- you're flying around, and, and that's re- real life, right? Yeah, you're that's real. Like exactly. actual you real life. Like buildings and people and stuff, yeah. So See, that's even cooler. Getting <laughs> getting back to the music, guys. What what is in the works? Is there anything else in the works that you're trying to get set up? Because I know there's, you know, Scandal was just here. I don't know if you had any plans with Scandal, um, but they did just get sent back. They had to cancel the tour, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. But we have Cross Faith coming in soon. Um, have you listened to Cross Faith? I forgot they even asked. No, I, I know you mentioned band. it and you told me to do it, but I, I was a bad boy. I didn't listen. Same. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry, buddy. You're not alone on that. I don't think Here's your on that water, Mark. I've been, I've been preaching Cross Faith for so much. I can't get anyone to listen. Yeah, I know you, you've been kind of going off about them and I, I have to check them out. Their music I, videos don't do them justice, honestly, but their live not concerts do. The live concerts do. Watch the live okay. concert recordings. That's what I got to say. They're just, it's very hype band, and I like what I've seen so far. So that's why I'm really super excited. What, to see if them. you had to compare them to a band, who do you compare them to? I just know you would like them because they're like that. <laughs> they have this progressive metal court. You like Hanabi A. Uh, I mean, right. I mean, the difference is like, you know, male vocals, but um, I don't know how to explain it. They're like a metalcore style band, I would say. Um, so, so, cool. so yeah, they're really uh, good. I think you would enjoy. Would them. you say like like as I lay dying style or something like that? Like maybe that, all the remains. Maybe I mean, They had you know. Is it more melodic than like as I lay dying or something like that? They have melodic. They're more melodic. I would say they're more melodic because they have like these synths and these electronics that's also in the metal, and mm-hmm. it's just very bouncy metal. You know, mm. I guess you would say very like. Hype. It's just hype music. Like it just gets you. So the sixteen-year-old like, go see them and bounce up and down nonstop. It just mm. makes you motivated. It makes you motivated. It makes you want to get in the pit. It makes you want to just like, run around and go crazy. And that's uh, I love bands like that. I love I love upbeat metal. So like they're very upbeat, very motivating. Um, so. Well, I'm all about it, man. I'll check it out. I mean, yeah. it's just like, have I done it yet? No. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. But um, she you. knows she knows English very well too, so it'll be something maybe to consider checking out. But yeah, um, I, I'm also are you, wondering. Are you pitching them to me? I am pitching them to you. <laughs> yeah, that's what just like he's trying right. to get. Yeah, this right. is happening right now. It's just, just like, hey, look, you. I got their phone number. You know, I'll just give it to you off camera, man. Why don't you give them a call? I'm sure they'll talk. <laughs> no, no, Crossface secret promoter. <laughs> yeah, I'm a Crossface secret promoter. I really like the band. That's why it's a really good band. <laughs> no, that's cool. Man. I, shut I, up. I love that kind of stuff. Yeah, I actually have one more uh, question for you, Joe. If there was any band that you have not interviewed yet that obviously you haven't set up yet who would it be i'm talking all time not necessarily just j-rock any band that you could possibly do uh it's the one that i got closest to do an interview with and i and it didn't kind of happen nemophila was no i was kidding no <laughs> close Good, close <laughs> Pink Floyd. Pink Floyd. Pink Floyd. Oh, okay. damn. All right. Um, because I actually got to see when they were doing the uh, Learn to Fly tour. Excuse me. Learn to Fly tour. They set up their entire stage in a um, airplane hangar in Jersey. And we did a behind the scenes kind of shoot for that the, back when I was at MTV. And um, coolest thing was they, would, they did it like a kind of a dress rehearsal. And there was only two of us there. And wow it was but we were supposed to interview them before or after whatever they decided but you know gilmore decided he didn't want to do it so we didn't do it oh, but man. um that was the one i wish we would have did because i was a big big pink floyd fan back in the that, day that would have been really cool but you did still get that that's a cool ass experience that you got anyway and i had tape of it which unfortunately sandy wiped it out Oh, oh my god. Oh man. Goddamn East I Coast. Camera, I still had the camera originals and <laughs> uh, from that shoot, which we were only allowed to shoot like, you know, total of like 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. But it was still all you saw was the, the whole stage set up and all the lights, everything was set up. And then there and then if you when I pull back, all you see is two lawn chairs in the middle of the floor. And that's wow. where we sat. That sounds Very amazing. Cool. That is like yeah. the ultimate. It's like they're just there for you. At that yeah, it was point. a private concert. Yeah, that's private so concert. Cool. unbelievable. So, unbelievable. but yeah, if any band, it would be Pink Floyd because I, I really, I love their stuff. Yeah, very cool, very cool. Do you, you mentioned Guns N' Roses before? Did you, uh, you ever talk to any of the guys from there? Uh, Did you like them? Axel's a dick. <laughs> yes, I don't know. This, this is kind of what I was hoping to hear from you, man. <laughs> I mean. I, I got no love for that band. I'm sorry. So I love the band, uh, the music of the band, but you know, come on, nobody can really stand up for the people. In it. well. It's just like, you know, we did it when they played. Did you go to the Giant Stadium show when they played Giant Stadium recently? I know I've actually never seen them. Oh, okay. Well, we went, and they went on late because Axel was being a dick as always, and it was he sounded like ass. Yeah, yeah, he was just sounded bad. The band sounded great. But he sounded mm-hmm. horrible. I was so happy I didn't pay to go in to see that show. Man. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, to be fair, if you spend money on Guns N' Roses post-1994, you're probably wasting your money. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the only time Guns N' Roses was any good was when I, uh, this girl I was dating back a million years ago, she goes, let's go see this band called Guns N' Roses. And I was just like, I was just like, all right, whatever. And so we went to uh, Roseland. They were playing at Roseland, and I got to see them when they first started back, God, it was 
83, something like that. And hmm. uh, they were playing a club. And they were all right. You know, they, you know it's just not a fan. Yeah, I mean Roseland yeah. is. A, I, I love Roseland too. That's a that's another great. Uh, you know what is the three thousand people? I think over there. It, it's it about. I think like twenty five hundred, three thousand, something like that. Yeah. Yeah, I, I love Roseland. Been there for a ton of shows. And uh, yeah, I've been to a lot of shows there. And um, one of the interviews that I did get to do, which was like really fun, which was an idol of mine, was I got to sit down for about two hours with Alice Cooper. Wow, two hours. Yeah, because wow. here's what it was. When he released his um his documentary, uh Super Duper Alice, Super Duper Alice Cooper, they had um it was at Tribeca at the film festival. So we were invited to the after party. And so we went to the after party at this bar and there was like nobody there. It was just like and so Alice was sitting in a booth with his manager, and the reporter I was with was talking for a while. And back then I had a horror rock band and I just, you know, making conversation. I wound up talking to the guy for like almost two hours. <laughs> you know, nice. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't nonstop. You know, I, of course, people came over and wanted to talk to him and stuff like that. But being that he was doing an interview with us, he was going live into our broadcast. So I had to mic him up and we were going live. So it was like I had to set up the satellite link and all that stuff. And uh, so I, I couldn't do anything until we were going to put him on TV. And so we sat around and talked. And he gave me great advice for my band. And it was like, it was a big Alice Cooper fan. Huge Alice Cooper well, fan. And he's, he's ex- experienced so many of the different waves of music himself. He's, he's like managed to be a part of a lot of them, you know. He's been around since the 60s. Yeah. Yeah. That's wild. And he's, still, he's still out there freaking rocking, man. Yeah. That's this awesome. shows a second to none, you know, and I've seen Alice Cooper too, probably about 15 times in my life. So that's, that is awesome. Well, just to wrap things up guys, um, I just hope you guys are really enjoying the podcast and I would love to have you on again, Joe. And I really appreciate your time being here to do this with us and giving people insight on what's going on with the Japanese music scene coming together and stuff like that. Joe, oh, I is can't wait it, to do this, man. Yeah. And can't we're definitely, definitely want to have you on again, man, um, to go okay. further, especially when this bandmate stuff goes down, hopefully it all works out. Well, I'm still going to be there to meet anyways. There's, we got a lot more cool podcasts coming well, up. You, it, it's we're bare minimum. So, you're gonna come to the show with me, right? Yeah, I'm going to the show, of course. <laughs> all right, all right. Yeah. So, <laughs> bare minimum. Yeah. yeah. And um, don't worry, you don't need a ticket. You're covered. Don't worry. Don't worry. Yeah. And, and that, for Alan. those of you who missed it, there is a very high probability of getting in, meeting bandmate, seeing what we can get done, and it's gonna be really cool. I can't wait to. I can't wait to do that with you, man. It's going to be exciting. Uh, we'll definitely, I'll definitely be filming everything and putting out, you know, the vlogs and stuff like that of what we're doing and here on the guys, guys podcast. So, you know, share this channel. With oh yeah. When guys. that happens. Yeah. Forget about it, man. It's just like, and I'll have all the master files. So we'll cherry pick out some really cool stuff. This is going to yeah, be great, awesome, dude. Man. And uh, exciting. Uh, if you want to be part of this conversation, guys, check out our Discord. And he's working on a piece right now that he wants to include, like a four-minute segment about um, the Asian invasion kind of thing. So if you guys want to be part of that conversation, we're taking everything you guys say into consideration Absolutely. and doing our best we can with it. Right, Joe? 
Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, whoever is hearing this now, it's just like, I want to know why their fans are so passionate. Why this, you know, it's just like, it's fan made, you know, you look at their comments, they're the greatest band in the world. You know, Love Bites, they're oh, the most amazing band in the world. Why are you so fanatical? What what brought it on? Because I that's think what they, they just make about us Beatles, excited about music again, you know? They just make yeah. us excited about music again. Dude, that is such a good point right there, man, because that is totally what happened to me, too. Totally reinvigorated yeah. my love for music. This whole oh, hell scene yeah, out there. That's hell why I'm yeah. so excited about you doing this, Joe. I even even just four minutes of that, like that's perfect. Like I just need this information to get out there because it's been it's created such a new passion for me. Like I was always passionate about music, but this is like stage two of my life passion or stage three of my life passion. You know what I mean? It's a, yeah. it's a new feeling. It's even more fresh and interesting than any of the other ones that I've gotten before this. I mean, I think oh, this yeah. is a perfect way to end this off, like just to talk about that, what it's done for everyone, guys. Um, you know, I'll start off like what Champ was just saying. One thing is. I've started writing music again a lot more religiously than I used to because it kind of sparked the interest just to play again, just learning the covers and doing all that. You know, I think that's a big takeaway, just making it uh, fun to do music again, you know. Mm-hmm. And then for you, mm-hmm. Joe, what would you say? Um, yeah, I, I have to agree a little bit that it's just about it brought me back to music. It, it made it fun again. You know, it was just like it had gotten metal had gotten so predictable, mm-hmm. it, even like new metal. It was still mm-hmm. so predictable. And then all this Japanese stuff came along and it was just like, oh, this is fun. This is cool. This is different. And I couldn't get enough of it. It was just like, you know, open my veins, just pour it in. Let's yes. <laughs> inject it. Yeah, and, and that's pretty much what it's done for me. Man. It's just, there's always more there. That's what's crazy. The more you listen to, there's always something else to hear. Oh, God, so yeah. much. Was it, what has it done so for that, you, Ryan, if you want to interject there? As, um, as far as how it's impacted me? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Different music? Yeah, definitely the same thing with music. It's got me collaborating with people all over the world now playing music which i was i was stuck here by myself playing music to myself and hoping three or four people would hear it and now you know i'm 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 writing more i'm collaborating with people wave and i have collaborated on stuff and that's just because this general it has sparked you know the the fire to create some music again and and with the variety that you get you you're inspired to to be more creative yourself. So it's just, it's a life changer, man. It's a, a literal life changer. Yeah, I agree, man. Definitely life changing. Uh, Wave, what about, and Wave has a video coming out right now in 15 minutes. So it's perfect timing, guys. Uh, so make sure oh, yeah. you're ready to go watch that video because <laughs> it's premiering in 15 minutes. What, what one? What video? Well, somebody uh, mentioned it's, it's part- premiering, right? It's your uh, related to Bandmade. Oh, yeah. it's part two of my documentary series that I'm working on on Bandmade. But, like, the que- to answer the question you just had, like, I talked about that in the first part, is how it reignited my passion for music. Because I had taken a long break where I was just burnt out. I was only listening to podcasts. I wasn't seeking out any new music. And this kind of broke that seal. But you guys already talked enough about that. The big thing for me is the community. And just yeah. how tight knit, how passionate, like Joe was talking about, how passionate the community is, Very and true. how 
you know, just being part of that and sharing that passion and people are willing to support us who make time to promote the bands regularly. You know, it's just such a cool community and that's a great way of putting it wave that I love the community aspect of it is really cool too. I've made a lot of friends talking in reaction video in comments and reaction videos. And yeah. Like for me meeting all of you guys, like this is just wild. You know, yeah. Even, yeah. What we're doing now without it. Yeah. See, and this is, this is like a tight version of it, but I'll I, even like, you go to the comments sometimes on these videos and you see like people recognize each other's screen names and you're just like, that's so cool, man. Like you guys have been commenting on different videos. Like you might not even know who you are, but you recognize each other now yeah, because yeah. you have a similar interest. Yeah. And that is the build of the community, even from the most basic level. It's great uh-huh. to say. What yeah. is your uh, YouTube name, Joe? If you don't mind sharing it. Oh, that's horrible. It's really hard. Joe Sacconi. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, how am I going to remember yeah. that? It's very creative. <laughs> and then I, right. my channel is kind of lame, so there's not much on there. Um, I do have um, a Hannaby um, from their live stream. Uh, we love sweets. Mm. The, uh, them doing it live in in studio. Cool. Oh, cool. Oh, I, I want to see that actually. Yeah. Yeah. That's worth. Well, that's worth a follow right there. Uh, and they slay it, and they did it right in the studio. It's all live. And there was a live stream, and I just grabbed it out of the live stream, and I posted it up there, and a bunch of people like it. So, awesome. but I had a bar, I had another channel, but uh, Amuse Entertainment shut it down. So, mm. uh, they didn't like my sounds about right. Posts. They like your baby yeah. posts, uh, and they gave me three strikes like within a day. Uh, oh, like that's, that, that's, that's the ultimate nightmare. Allowed right to there. do that, they can't do that anymore. But yeah, back then they could. They, they were doing yeah, that a lot. They got hammered. And I had a lot of personal stuff on that page, too. Damn. Oh, was Like, gone. like mm. promos that I did with uh, God, with Marilyn Manson and a bunch of other stuff on that. And that's gone forever now because I, I couldn't get it back. Damn those YouTube gods. <laughs> and then, right. Champ, what like, about you, Not man? even to keep an archive around? What'd you say? Um, we archived on tape. And a lot of the, the, a lot of the machines... Oh, don't, even, don't even exist anymore that play back those tapes oh, oh. shit That's, so, that makes it so much worse play it on a tv and record that on digital <laughs> use well, it on yeah. your phone or you have phone. A, a digital one inch tape open reel tape machine laying around your house <laughs> I, need. I don't maybe you got one in your truck no nah, no nah, <laughs> unfortunately magical truck then champ, right, champ about you? Well, reach out to the community Answer somebody's got one damn it right <laughs> yeah right somebody's got a one inch tape see that's one of the great things about the community though like uh like 90 percent of the time if i need something all i got to do is like ask anybody and they're like oh, we're here we're here we're here we got you what do you <laughs> we mean got it. We got it. yeah and it'll be things oh so this is what you asked for but here's like six other things that you might want also right. here you go and i'm like you guys are the fucking best man you're making my life so much easier oh come on you know how many two inch tapes i have laying around that i use as door stops now eventually things just run run their course i guess yeah i mean i have two inch videotape and two inch audio tape back when we used the master on two inch it was just like Mm. now they're just door stops what what was your answer to the question there was a question yeah how bad how (laughs) yeah we got sidetracked a little bit 
just to finish off this podcast. Uh, bringing it back to VR. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wait, um, no. the Nintendo conversation from this morning uh, um, <laughs> about how it affected my life. You, you mean? Yeah, yeah. Honestly, dude, like more than you could even literally imagine. Like, I've not only, I've not only bought a new guitar okay so i have a new guitar and that was the first time that i've played a guitar in probably the last seven years or so you know so like i was literally completely out of the game and i bought a new guitar and i've been playing guitar so that right off the bat is huge for me Two, the community obviously like um you know i've i was a kind of quieter person which is kind of hard to imagine when you watch me on on screen obviously but uh this has actually brought it out of me so it's i i feel that it's actually allowed me to take the things that are inside of me and bring them outside you know and um and, and i just i can't thank the the music my look at my tattoo you know it says life passion music like it's literally the music that has brought me back and when i didn't have any interest in music because it all felt boring to me um my life was definitely darker and now it's brightened up and i yeah. completely thank this whole asian music scene for that mm-hmm. can i agree yeah, with yeah. you more there you go yeah all right, guys, don't forget to go share this video. This was an amazing interview with you, Joe. Can't wait to have oh, you on again. That, We're definitely going yeah, to Yeah, thanks for coming by, man. So that was thanks, fun. Joe. I enjoyed That's that. Really, really cool. And hey, one day man. I'm going to have to. Got me out I'm of two hours of work. <laughs> <laughs> but one day I'm going to have to get you over on my channel and pick your brain about some, oh, some uh, wrestling stories, my dude. <laughs> oh, yeah. Keep in mind, guys. This uh, this Saturday, we also have the guy from J Rock Deuce coming on. And to keep oh, that I in mind, that, set the reminder for that. And again, yeah, if like you guys I said, don't know what J Rock News is, by the way, that's the website that we often use to to source our our information, the news that we give out on our podcast every week. Right. Yeah, and they're really nice and very generous and kind to allow us to use those articles. They actually really appreciate us using it. They they love seeing it being put to use. So make sure you guys show them love on their website. They also have merch mm-hmm. on there if you do want to support them directly because they're doing a big thing over there they have a yeah. lot of stuff coming out over there so if you guys have the means Ooh. to do so definitely go show them some love are they support. based here or in japan they have correspondence all over so they have uh, i don't know i think it's based in japan but they have their one for the u.s they have one for the uk and stuff like that that kind of follows them awesome. so. so they're pretty big operation then yeah yeah so it's- Awesome. Yeah, I just want to say while you're here, Joe, thanks for being out there doing the legwork and actually collecting this kind of information and doing your interviews and stuff. Because, I mean, we we sit here in our rooms and do the research online, but you guys actually generate it. So thank you for doing that. Oh man, appreciate yeah. that, Wave. Thank you. That's cool. Um, yeah, man, it's just like passion stuff, man. And I, I'm just lucky that I'm in a position where I can do it. You know, and I could. You know, I. That's why I'm never gonna. I'll I'll die doing this job just because I love it so much. And, cool. You know, sometimes you know it, it's not so fun, but for the most part, it's just like every day it's different. Come on, I've been I've been at Fox what 23, 24 years, and I still look forward to coming to work every day. Yeah, that's amazing. That's, amazing. That doesn't suck. Yep, it's a rare yeah. thing. You know, so. But I do have to go to work, so we're gonna have to. Uh, uh, yeah, I actually gotta. I gotta cut some news stuff. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. So, well, yeah. Thanks a lot, man, for being here. And yeah, yeah. Right. Oh, no problem, man. 
and then to I appreciate y'all. I'll be watching, and you know, if you talk smack about me, man, just remember about a million people watch my broadcast. So, <laughs> <laughs> nothing a good thing to say about you, Joe. Yeah. Yeah. I appreciate it. Did, so did I mention how handsome you look today? <laughs> new haircut just for the podcast. Yeah, Very nice. you uh, look better than the photo. You look like you got younger over the years. <laughs> yeah, well, that's. Don't tell anybody. I know. <laughs> so, so, uh, Benjamin Button. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. We got to wrap it up, though. He's got to get the work, Thanks, guys. Everybody. I got to get the work. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Thank you so much for everyone joining us. Guys, this wouldn't be possible without you guys watching um, every right. Sunday. And I'm really happy that you guys are willing to come back again for an extended podcast on this. So you guys stay awesome. Joe, have a good one. We'll definitely be keeping uh, in touch. And catch you all later. See you. See you. Bye. See you guys.